Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Now, you may remember, going back about four or five weeks ago, we spoke to Councillor David McManus when he was talking about, and he revealed the fact that over 20 tenants in his local authority area owed or owed to the council more than 20,000 in rent arrears. And the overall figure, by the way, for South Dublin County Council, he pointed out, was 9.16 million in rent arrears. And they seem to have difficulty in collecting those rent arrears. And also, by the way, that those rent that those that money, of course, goes towards things like refurbishing additional housing stock that's in the area. Now, the Sinn Féin councillor, William Carey, has accused the Finnegale councillor of cowardice and engaging in gutter politics after David McManus made these suggestions, not just on our show, but in the media too and on Twitter and places like that as well. Now, by the way, it's not just the, obviously, it's not just the, should I say, the South Dublin County Council. It's also Dublin City Council. If you look at the rent arrears there, they're actually ridiculous. I'm looking at an article in the paper there from December that says Dublin City Council owed 38 million in rent arrears and 44 or 41 of those has racked up over 27,000 in debt in arrears. So it is a huge issue. Uh, but according to Sinn Féin Councillor uh, William Carey, he said that uh, Dave McManus is getting engaging in gutter politics. So they both join me on the air to defend each other, I suppose, in some sense. Um, William, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall, and thanks very much for the opportunity. OK, and, and David, I know you're there as well. Finnegan Councillor David William or McManus, you're there as well. But first, just to you, William, you said that he's engaging in gutter politics. Why do you believe he is when he's, well, people would argue, he's just pointing out the facts? Yeah, and he's also, uh, unfortunately, exaggerated some of the facts. Um, my, my issue with David here is that uh, himself and uh, Councillor Lawler of Fianna Gael withdrew their motion to discuss this, that they had down to discuss this on two occasions. And uh, th- instead, they have actually gone gone out to the public and put these figures out to the public where nobody has been able to discuss the, the issue itself. So that was my that was my main uh, accusation against uh, David and my my complaint that he didn't deal with this at the council. Okay, well, let, let, well let's talk about the figures per se. And he was on this show, by the way, going back about four mm-hmm. weeks ago, discussing the figures. And the figures, like for example, when we talk about uh, South Dublin County Council in particular, okay, those figures amount to nine point six one or nine one six million. Um, and okay, so there's value the value of the debt less than a thousand three thousand two hundred ninety four accounts are less than a thousand in debt between a thousand five thousand one thousand six hundred and twenty three between five thousand ten thousand five hundred and thirty seven between ten thousand and twenty thousand one hundred and sixty eight tenants and greater than twenty thousand twenty two tenants it is fair to say William that's a lot of money for the council to collect and that money could go towards refurbishment of homes or it could go towards building new homes possibly as well so I mean is he not right to draw attention to that what part of that is incorrect as far as you're concerned well, the, f- the first thing is is that the the figure of nine million equates to the lifetime of the the council itself, which is over twenty five years in standing, and and I would never. But it's an ongoing figure, isn't it? I mean, in other it, words, in other words, it goes up wrong. and it goes down. Well, I, I imagine it's going up more than down. To if, be we, if we look at if we look at the figures over the last seven and a half years, which which I have been given by uh, South Dublin County Council. The figure, the figure has grown by 1.9 million, and there's an anomaly there uh, over a two-year period where it was over 1.6 million that was that had increased, which meant that over the other five and a half years it only increased by 296,000. Now there there are very complex reasons why people fall into arrears, 
And the reality is, is that no, nobody gets away with not paying rent in in uh, public housing. They, but they do, don't they? No, they don't get away with it. They, they well, they do. To, I mean, they, 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 they in South, uh, even Dublin City Council, they only brought four people to court and all four of those, uh, two of them settled and nothing right. happened to the other two. Because South Dublin County Council have set up a a debt management uh, unit to, to help deal with the, these issues and to confront people where they do find themselves fall, have fallen into debt. The figure for, for those who have engaged in, in a, um, a, a debt management and a, to, to, to deal with their arrears is 3,145 people. Now, some of those arrears, most of those arrears accrue when, when people have been delayed or, or, or have been late in bringing, bringing forward assessments. So, so what they find is that although they're paying their rent, the rent may not have been sufficient to, to meet what their new assessments are. Okay. This, this is what leads to some of these problems. Okay, okay. Well, 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 let me go to David McManus. David, welcome back to the show again. Uh, now, David, you've been accused of gutter politics, cowardice engaging in gutter politics, and basically what you're doing is, because this debt has been there for such a long time, you're taking this out of the context, um, you know, I suppose in the spirit of the thing, you're taking it out of context to make it sound worse than it actually is, essentially. Hi, Niall. Uh, hi, William. Look, these figures were given to you by council management. Uh, over half of all tenants are in some level of arrears. Uh, I would agree with William that we should have a compassionate approach to people who are in genuine difficulty, but the answer given to me at Monday's council meeting, directly from council management, was that there's 998 uh, tenancy agreements uh, that have gone down the legal route, because in the words of council management, they're refusing to engage constructively to address their arrears. So I think politically, me and William should be able to agree that this is serious for those 998 people. They need to engage, or unfortunately, they'll be brought to court. Council management have said this to us, uh, and they will, unfortunately, lose uh, their property, which is very, very serious. I don't, I don't want to see that happen. That's extremely rare, really, but as I pointed out to William, that's extremely rare. It doesn't really happen very much. If you look, as I said, I can only talk about Dublin uh, City Council because they've had the same issues with over 64% of people uh, in arrears. And, you know, and similar situation with 44 accounts, uh, over 27,000. And yet only four people were brought to court. Yeah, and uh, I, I have noticed the change in uh, the response from management in the last couple of years. Uh, to be clear, if anyone owes money to the council, be it a commercial operator for commercial rates or housing rent, they need to engage and they need to pay what's owed. We should all be able to agree on that. Uh, are you, are you sensationalising it? Would you agree, William, that some, you're sensationalising it somewhat because of the because of the your own, well, not your own personal failing, but the council's failing to refurbish right. additional housing stock that's there? If a thousand people are evicted in council houses, that's a serious issue. This is not being sensationalised at all. I'm quoting directly from council management. They're not engaging constructively. This is getting serious. This is why it needs to be addressed. And this shouldn't be a political football for us, because uh, I know I agree with William on, on, on many things, um, but this shouldn't be a political football. People need to pay their rent. We charge in South Dublin County Council some of the lowest rent across the country in council rent. And we have one of the worst collection rates. I can't get my head around this. Uh, there's over, well, touching towards 11 million in, in full arrears outstanding. In other words, other councils charge a higher rent and have a much better collection rate. I think William quoted a figure there of 98% being collected. You won't address the arrears until you go over 100%. So the figure needs to go to 105 or 110% to get the arrears back. And that will be extra money to be used for housing. There are people paying their rent and left waiting for repairs to their house because of the arrears. This is a serious issue. I, mean, I, mean, I don't you... want to see people going to court. Okay, I, I don't I... want us spending money on solicitors 
Okay, William, I mean, it is a serious issue and we're all, well, I think you would agree it's a serious issue. So I, so I don't understand because when the last time David was on the show, he pointed all this out to us and, and more or less told us a lot of what he told, told us now. And I don't see how that's gutter politics. I, my, my issue was, was that when we were uh, given an opportunity to discuss this and we have a, we have a meeting this afternoon at, at uh, South Dublin County Council to discuss motions where... Had David had his motion uh, down, we could have discussed it here this afternoon at the right place, so that councillors could could actually dis- decide on on a way forward on ha- on how this council should should approach uh, uh, those who find themselves in debt. It's a very complex issue. People people don't ignore uh, ignore um, their rent demands lightly. What happens is is that there are, there are social and there are psychological issues that have to be dealt with by by certain people. Not everybody, you know, um, is setting out to, to shortchange the council. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Most people are not strategically not paying, but but there are people who are strategically not paying because they and, believe there'll be no consequences to it. And, and well, I, I disagree, and I think the council the council will will and have done in the past uh, address people when, when when necessary that that, that deal in this manner. But I, I'd like to just point out a couple of figures, right? Uh, over the past seven and a half years, we've collected 160, or we've been billed 169.7 uh, million uh, euros by the council for, for, for rents. And in that, we've collected 167 million. That gives us that 98.9% collection rate over the period of seven and a half years. So, I mean, that's why I have... I have, I have okay, well, that, well let me, sorry, just let me get back to David. David, that doesn't, when it's put like that, it sounds very different to the way you're saying it. So, now don't get me wrong, I understand there's a huge amount of arrears still there, I'm not, not denying that. But, you know, the point that, you know, William is making over the last seven years, like this is a lifetime figure you're referring to. The total amount of spending. Yeah, okay, but when, when you talk about the last seven years, as William has put it, it doesn't sound quite as sensational as, as the figure, you know, that you were quoting. We've got 22 tenants that owe more than 20,000 euros. Oh, I'm aware of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this rent needs to be paid. And I, 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 no, but would you accept? Would you accept that when you look at it over the last seven years, even taking into consideration COVID nineteen, because that would have been a difficult time for people to pay anything, um, and particularly at the moment well, as well, you've got a serious situation with the cost of living and people one in three people in ener- energy poverty. Would you say to yourself then, over the last seven years, that's not too bad of a, a figure? Someone's income goes down, the rent will go down to match it. We charge a ten percent rate. Other councils charge a higher rate. Answering the question, I'm asking. In other words. If your income is 500 euros, the rent is 50 euros a week. And you lose your job. I'm aware of all that, David. I'm aware of all that, David. But would you would you not say that the the way William has worded it in relation to the last seven years and the percentage of people who haven't paid in the last seven years, the figure sounds a lot healthier than when you use this lifetime figure uh, that you had quoted to us? Which, by the way, I'm not saying is inaccurate. It's not an inaccurate figure, but obviously in context of the conversation. Would you not say that over the last seven years it hasn't been as bad as maybe it could have been? The amount of spending has increased in recent years. It hasn't been reduced. But of course it's increased. It's gotten worse. But of course it's increased because always be, there are always going to be people who don't pay and it adds to the lifetime figure. But of course it's increased. Yeah, and we've got 22 tenants that owe more than €20,000. But this is not this is not a popular issue to be raising. No, no, I know, okay. no, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm, and by the way, I'm equally concerned about the Dublin figure, and we'll come to that another time. But obviously, you two guys are dealing with this this figure for South Dublin County Council. The Dublin figure is even worse; it's thirty eight million. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, William, just th- these figures for people who are not paying, and there, uh, I, I know you're disagreeing with me, but I genuinely believe there are people who don't bother paying. It's only ten percent, as David mentioned there, of your of your annual income, depending on which area you happen to be in, right? But generally speaking, it's a subsidised rent by the state. The state is funding all of this uh, for people who are in low income or unemployed. So essentially, sixty four percent of people in Dublin. Uh, of the council, 25,000 tenants are in arrears and 41 owe more than 27,000 euro. I mean, you can say that some people are not strategically not paying when they see figures like this and they see that nobody ever gets taken to court. And I spoke to one person recently who works in the council and they work in the maintenance division. And I said, what happens if somebody rings up and says, me boiler's not working and they haven't paid their rent in five years? She said, we still go out and fix the boiler. Mm-hmm. And, that, um, and William, that makes no sense. No, I, I am, I, and I would never attempt to defend anyone who willfully uh, goes out to refuse to pay rent and, and council management have uh, have had a, put in place this debt management unit to actually approach people like this and it, when we have these these uh, individuals who willfully decide that they're not paying rent I guarantee you there are consequences for people they will face the 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 the, the, the possibility of losing their, their home. Can I just also point out... But you're saying possibility. It doesn't happen. It very rarely ever happens. No, and because, because... And the reason it very rarely happens is is because the council do attempt to engage and they do enter into... In, in, in the vast majority of cases, they, they enter into debt management uh, facilities. But, but it's an awful lot of work, isn't it? Would it, not be easier it to, would it not be easier to turn around? And if somebody's not engaging or cooperating, as David rightly pointed out, there are some people who don't engage or cooperate. Uh, quite, nearly up to 1,000 people he mentioned there a few minutes ago in that one particular council area, not engaging or cooperating. Is it not fair to turn around and say, well, if you don't engage or cooperate, we're not maintaining the home anymore? So if your boiler goes, you do it out your heat, unless you start to engage. Nobody's no. demanding well, people pay a huge amount of money if they don't have it, but at least engage or cooperate and pay something off it. Absolutely. And, and, and I would always advocate to people, when, when people come to me and, and, inform, and inform me that they're, they're in trouble financially and they're behind on their rent, Absolutely. how can we go and do it? I would always tell them to engage. I would always tell them to go. Can I just point out, the, the last figure that we received at our last meeting, right, Show, show that rents billed just this year alone was 11,197,000 for this year. And to date, sorry, to date we have, paid, we, we have actually collected 11,197,000 over the figure of 11,119,000. That gives us a surplus of 77,000 just for this year I'm assuming year the 77,000 was from arrears that was owed in the past. Yes. yes. Correct. Yeah. And, and the point is, is that we don't, this, this problem... Of rent of rent collection has been over exaggerated. The council here are. Well, no, no, I, I don't. Now, with the with respect, William, I don't think it's been over exaggerated. I think it is a problem. I think to uh, suggest absolutely. that it's not a problem, it, it's not over. You, you can't exaggerate figures like this. Well, I mean, look, a big million. startling ar- article here in the Irish Times about Dublin. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money. You know, absolutely. and that's taxpayers' money. money. And 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 there is no there is no reason why the council should not go and collect that money. No, and it, it's it's. It's about putting in the, the, the right approach to actually collect this money, uh, find out whether people are, are in trouble either financially or otherwise, or the, is there other issues that are at play here? What, what has led to this, this rent being, being uh, uh, going into a race in, in the manner that it has? These are the issues that we need to address. I, I'm on the housing committee here since over a year. Uh, I know David was on the housing committee uh, previously. Uh, he's now being replaced by Councillor Lawler. 
this hasn't been addressed by by previous councillors, and and maybe this is where we need to take it. And that's what okay. that's why that's why I said we should be engaging at the council in the chambers on this issue, not here on the radio about this issue. Um, David, on the radio. Sorry, sorry, David. Yeah, no. Look, my colleague Councillor Brian Lawler, there was a motion submitted. We want to look at the wording again, get some more figures to, to fully debate it. That motion will be resubmitted. So look, we'll have the debate at the, at the full chamber and it'll be interesting to see how different parties vote on it. Council management needs to take a much more serious, proactive approach. We have 998 tenancies where council managers are telling us they are not engaging and now the legal process has started. So and would they, would they be given, sorry David, would they be given all opportunities similar to say a mortgage company? Would they get an ARA which would be an alternative uh, repayment uh, arrangement? Would they be given opportunities to pay a little bit less or if they were obviously in dire circumstances which many people by the way are in dire circumstances at the moment with the cost of living the way it's gone. That's a whole other issue. But would they be given opportunities to pay a little bit less or is, is it gone out in a demand fashion? I mean what, what way are they being approached? Are we doing the right approach David? People engage with the council and explain the difficulties they're in. Short-term arrangements can be missed, but it's expected that they make the payment of 10% of their weekly income. So if they're on 500 euros a week income, the rent should be around 50 euros a week. But, um, if they, but if they're struggling to pay that with the cost of living at the moment, and you're saying on top of the, the 10% you have to pay uh, maybe a fiver or a tenner off your arrears as well, that's going to be very difficult for people, isn't it? Yeah, and the council will provide advice in terms of uh, money, budgeting, household income, setting the budget, this is what needs to be paid this week and so on and so forth. That assistance is there and the mm. council will get involved in the fall or anyone else they can. But this is from council management. 998 tenancies. No, no, I know. You, you've, given me the figure. I, you've given me the figure three times. I'm and aware. And the legal process has started. So as yeah. far as this goes, these people will lose access or they will lose their tenancy and be out in the street, which I want to avoid. And I don't see why we can't have debate. We debate about housing all the time in the chamber. And in time, you have speak to media, I get a phone call off a journalist, I get a phone call off 4FM, you go on and debate the issue. So I don't know what that, uh, I'm not sure what William is referring to there. Okay, I think ultimately, you, okay, I think ultimately you both agree with each other, by the way, can I just say, on the issue, I think it's just the approach might be slightly different, but you both agree with each other. Just finally, before we go, if I could ask you too, William, as well, I mean, I heard uh, Pierce Doherty this morning on the radio talking about one in three people were in, uh, I know you, you weren't prepared for this, are in energy poverty at the moment. Is this something you're seeing in your own area as well? Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, one of the issues, it's not just in council properties, in private properties where where we see uh, they're in properties that are not properly insulated. The the, the, the rating on the home is, is probably not sufficient. And, and they can't afford their bills? Money. Sorry? And they can't afford their bills, essentially. Well, they, 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 they unfortunately can't. We know that um, gas, like, uh, gas and coal and oil have all gone through the roof over the last 12 months. I mean, I think I think it's thirty three to forty percent. Some of the increases uh, have gone, and people are, you know, mm-hmm. they're they're looking for alternatives to 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 to, uh, to paying these bills. And unfortunately, we can't get away from the fact that we need to heat our homes. But if our homes are not properly insulated, it's cost us even more. So it's an ever decreasing circle sometimes. But and I would say the same to you, David. You know, from Fine Gael po- uh, point of view and approach to it, I mean, when we are talking about rent arrears and trying to reclaim money from people, um, I suppose we have to be cognizant of the fact that people who are on low income or unemployed, for that matter, who are paying the ten percent or trying to pay the ten percent, are obviously paying much higher fuel bills than they were paying before. Yeah, no doubt about that. Um, and again, the government has already brought in a package of measures uh, in terms of the fuel allowance has been increased. So the 
been a few measures mentioned there. Uh, now everything is turning towards the budget, and I'm sure one measure. Like a lot be. of people can't wait for that budget. I, I don't agree with Fianna Gael in relation to that, or Micheál Martin for that matter, or Fianna Fáil. I, I don't think people can wait for the budget. It's probably one thing I do agree with Sinn Féin on that we need to have something or something in between now and that budget. People I know, can't wait. No, look, I understand Sinn Féin have a magic money tree, and I'm, I'm not suggesting they have a magic money yeah. tree. I'm just and saying, you know, the, the citizens of the country are looking for leadership, and Micheál Martin turned around saying you have to wait till October. That's not really good enough, is it, for people who were expecting to see, obviously, mortgage rates go up next month. We're expecting to see heat, you know, the cost of energy going up again, probably in September when it comes into the worst months of the year. Obviously, again, it's going to be detrimental to people and to their lifestyle. And, you know, and I think people won't wait till October. What happens? We pass something in October that doesn't go through till January. That's not good enough. Yeah, there's already been a package of measures uh, introduced by government. That's good. Every year, books have to balance. Two, the 200 quid that was given to people and the little bit of extra that they got in the um, fuel allowance, that's gone already. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, listen, there lads. Was, there was tax relief issues for those who get up early in the morning and go out and work hard. Uh, if, they can afford, if they can afford to put the diesel in the car to get to work. Yeah, and that was opposed by Sinn Féin. Tax relief for people who work hard and get up early in the morning. Okay, listen, lads, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air, both of you. Thank you very Thanks, much. Thank you very much, Matt. Thanks, William. All right. Thanks. Uh, there you go, Sinn Féin, uh, Councillor William Carey, and also Fine Gael, uh, Councillor David McManus, talking about rent, unpaid rent. It is shocking, by the way, that that much money is owed to the council. When you look at a rent arrears owed by Dublin City Council Social Housing, 38 million, the highest ever uh, level, and a 4 million increase since the COVID-19 uh, pandemic began, by the way. Uh, and that was according to the Irish Times report back in December 2021. It's bizarre that 41 people or tenants owe more than 27,000 in arrears. Now, when you consider the rent, by the way, in social housing is quite low in comparison to what you'd be paying privately. It's nowhere near the 2,000 euro. I think the most you'd probably pay in Dublin, I think it's about 350. How do you rack up debts of 27,000 and actually get away with it is beyond me. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.